You're listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent in Birmingham, Alabama, a church with a heart for the gospel. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org. Uh, so praise be to God. Uh, right now, I will ask one of us to open John chapter 4, uh, verses 1 to 31. We will just be specific with certain verses. So please... Uh, let's go to John chapter 4, verse 4. So, read this slowly because I'll be stopping you. And remember where you have stopped for you to continue. Thank you. Any volunteer? I'll do it. Okay. Starting at verse 4? Yes. And he had to pass through Samaria, so he came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the field that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. So, this is the question. What was the relationship between the Jews and Samaritans? Can someone read? Okay, you read uh, verse 9. We just want to see the background. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Okay, so that is part of the background. What is the relationship between the Jews and Samaritans? Speak up. There is none. Very little. Very little. They are human beings, but there is nothing going on between them. Maybe not talking to each other, but also a Jew cannot pass through Samaria. For what reason? So it's like there is a white line. There is a line here. We are Jews. You are Samaritans. Nothing. No business. No talking. Nothing. In verse 4, Jesus had to go through Samaria. Why? There is a barrier. All along, everybody passes just around. Why today? What is Jesus thinking? He's a Jew. Because he's for everybody. Jesus is there for everybody. He's there for everybody. What else? He's on mission. He wants to break the barrier. That has been there. So, when you go for mission, you are there to break the barrier. You are there on mission, specifically. He deliberately decided to go through Samaria because he was on, on mission. So, when you are on mission... You are on mission. Your desire is to break the barrier. The other side, there are different kinds of people. Maybe our neighbors, maybe other nations, maybe other people groups that we feel it's them. We don't want to talk to. They are not like us. They don't speak the language we speak. They, you know, all those kind, maybe they do bad stuff. They do this, they do that. So just imagine you having that in mind. But on this day, Jesus is on duty. On this day, Jesus is on mission. Specifically, he wants to break that barrier. That's what we do in mission work. We have that in mind. It is dangerous. This has not been the case before, but deliberately you decide to go through Samaria. That's very important. 
So that's mission work. Let's move on. Verse, verse 6, I hope. Thank you so much. Here is a point. When you go into a community, you'd want to reach out to. There are specific things that you take into consideration. Here is Jacob's well in the community. When you look at access into the community, there are certain things that you look at. Number one, you look at uh, altars like what Paul in, uh, in Acts chapter 17, verse 23, when he walked around the, 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 the community, the synagogues, he saw an altar written to the unknown God. So he saw that and he took the opportunity to use that to touch base with the community. Look at the stars, the star or the stars in, uh, in Matthew chapter 2. These were pagan kind of things that the community used, the wise men used them to, 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 to tell something happening, whatever. God used that to lead the wise men to Jesus. So here is the well situated there. But also when you go for mission work, God will provide a peace person in the village. Here is a woman. Point of contact. Jesus is on mission. He goes into a community. Where does he go? At the well. God had already planned somebody to come at the well. That's what happens in mission work. When you pray, when you ask God, this is what I really want to do. Where should I go? How should I do it? God will make a plan. So Jesus decides to pass through Samaria at noon. And then he goes at the well. Why at the well? He knew somebody was going to come. That's a person of peace. That's a person of peace. So in mission, that's how we do. When you go into the community, you look at the person of peace. And you go at a strategic place. Amen. Yeah, let's move on. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Mm -hmm. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? For Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Okay, now, why is Jesus asking this woman for a drink instead of just telling this woman, Hey, I'm Jesus. Hello, I'm Jesus. Come to faith. Accept me. Accept God. Why is he asking for a drink instead? Why is he asking for water? Let's think about that. Let's just start a 
He wants to build a conversation. He wants, first of all, to, 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 to draw this person closer to where he is. He's trying to build a relationship. First, he's not saying, hey, hello, I'm Jesus. I'm the savior of the world. No. <laughs> he's asking for a drink. He wants to build relationship first. This is what we do in mission work. You can't just go into a community and say, praise the Lord. Jesus is the savior. Without building a relationship, things will never happen. People will chase you away. People will throw you out because there's no relationship. You are a stranger. They don't know you. So Jesus is trying to build the conversation. So he's starting with a drink. Give me a drink. And then the woman is saying, hey, remember between us, there is no relationship. There is nothing like having conversations of ask or asking anything from each other. Remember, you remember? So this is normal. You go into the village, sometimes you can meet that kind of resistance. Hey, you know, that kind of thing. So Jesus is building, basing on the responses from this Samaritan woman. Yes, proceed. Jesus answered her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is who that is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, sir, you have nothing to draw water with and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Uh-huh. As a missionary, as a food partner on the ground, you must know your views are not somebody's views. Your worldview is different from the worldview of the other person. So, whatever you say, don't think you are speaking the same language. Jesus is asking for a drink, and then the woman is saying, hey, this, this, and that, and then uh, the conversation is building up. And then the woman is saying, hey, you don't have anything to use to draw water. But Jesus is not talking about the real water. The subject is changing slowly, slowly. It's changing. When Jesus is, say, is, is saying that I will give you the living water, then the woman is saying, but you don't have anything in your hands to use to draw this water. Different worldviews. When you go into the community, don't think everybody knows what you know. They are speaking about different things. That's how it works. So it is very important to build relationship and understand where people are. What is their thinking? It will help you to move forward building relationships, but also at the right time, sharing what God is sending you to do. So we are going to see the water thing now is going to change. It is going to something else. What is that? Are you greater than our father Jacob? He gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock. Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of 
the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. So still the water thing is now building up. It has come to spiritual kind of area. And then for the first time, this woman is saying, hey, give me that water. Meaning that it takes time for somebody to understand what you are trying to say. It helps when you are building relationships, when you have built a relationship, a relationship. And it can't be one day. It happened for me. I had to build this relationship for seven years. At the right time. That's when somebody became a follower of Christ. Seven years. It can be one month. It can be a year. So it's very important in mission work to be patient with the results. Because we don't provide the results. God provides results. And we are not frustrated. Whatever happens, at the right time, God will bring someone to follow Jesus Christ. So here, it is a conversation building up, and this woman is saying, Sir, give me that water. She is convinced now about this water thing. From there, where do we go? Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband and come here. The woman answered him, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You are right in saying I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one you now have is not your husband. What you have said is true. Thank you so much. Why is Jesus asking this woman to bring or to call her husband? You see, the, 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 the subject now has changed. This woman has been able to buy in the living water, spiritual. But now, why is Jesus trying to bring in this issue? Why? Yes, it is personal, yeah. What is Jesus, what, what is it that Jesus is trying to do to this woman? To point to her what she's been looking for in men, she can find in him. It's, it's, it's a, kind of like a non sequitur, a change of sequence to, like you're saying, get her mind thinking about not just physical water, but what is this well? You know, what is this? Okay. Mm -hmm. To show her her sin. Okay. To show her that he knows her. Okay. Jesus knew exactly the life of this woman. And Jesus never wanted to say, hey, you are a sinner. Oh, this is what you have done in your life. Jesus simply wants this woman to realize herself. He's not judging her. He's not accusing her. She, he wants her to acknowledge her life, how she has lived, to acknowledge it. So you see now things are going to a different level. She has, by, uh, she has been able to acknowledge this living water. Oh, sir, give me this living water. And now Jesus wants her to deal with her personal life. Mm 
So that's why Jesus is saying, hey, maybe she, she was weak in that area. She was weak in that area. And you know, when people look at this passage, they say, it is not normal. Maybe it will not be relevant here because you have water in your homes. But in many African or maybe Asian, whatever nations, you have wells away from your house where you have to go and draw this water, put on your head and bring to your house. It is not normal for a woman at 12 noon to take a bucket and go to, to a well and draw water. That time is for people to cook. Many women go to the well at in the morning, maybe at five or six or seven. That's fine. At noon, mm -mm. maybe she never wanted to meet with fellow women. Maybe they were not nice to, to her. That's what people are thinking to say by going at that noon, she never wanted to meet fellow women. So Jesus is not accusing her, judging her or what Jesus is doing. Hey, go and call your husband says, no, I don't have a husband. So Jesus is saying, yes, you have said the right thing. You have had five husbands. And the one you have now is not. It could be interpreted in many ways, but the issue uh, we have at hand here is this woman at the well. So Jesus even when we go into the communities, we don't go there and judge people and condemn people. In our conversations that we start up, we, we, the conversations will convict this person and realize that I think I'm not in good relationship with God. I think I'm not in good relationship with Jesus, meaning something must be done. So you are not condemning somebody, but you bring light. I always give this, uh, this example. In many, in many of our homes, we don't have electricity. Or maybe we have electricity at night. You, you come into the house. It is dark. That's the time cockroaches, rats, and everything what you have will come down, celebrate, look for food, you know, go here. They really enjoy whatever they would want to enjoy in the darkness. The moment you put on the light, ta, everything will run away. The moment you bring in the torch, ta, everything will run away. This is what Jesus is trying to do. He's there. He's trying to build the relationship. The conversation has started. Go and call your husband. Very simple. I don't have a husband. Yes, you have said the right thing. You have been with the five husbands. The one you have now is not you. And now the woman is going to make a response. What is the response? The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Is Jesus telling this woman I'm the prophet in the first place? No. This woman, she's saying, now I perceive you are a prophet. Sometimes we, we rush and tell people, be born again. 
right now I can preach the gospel and I'm going to ask if anyone here is, is convinced and you feel you need to be born again, right, uh, put up your hands. You, you, maybe out of fear, you know, people sometimes can preach a threatening message. If you don't repent, this will happen. Even you know, you not even reach home. This is going to happen. You know this. You know that. Oh, so somebody is like, oh my God, if I don't put up my hand here, <laughs> so people are going to raise up their hands. You pray with them. You come next week. You find one person. The rest uh, did not even make a, 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 I mean, a, an informed point of kind of decision. You forced them. You threatened them. But here Jesus is just trying to bring the light to this woman. And this woman has started making decisions. Jesus did not just go and say, hey, hello, I'm Jesus. Come to me. Do this, do that. No, he never said all those things. He had to hide his identity. But of course, at certain point, he was able to say, he, I'm the one. So, it, it is based on the other person you are trying to reach out to with the gospel. Making a response. Based on building a relationship. Let's move on. Who is introducing this worship topic now? Who? She is. She is. Now, the, the, the relationship has been built. The water issue has been talked about, about the life. Now we come to this other area. The woman has realized her sinful nature. And now from there, she's trying to bring worship. Very, very, very important aspect. And it is her. The woman is bringing in. When you build nice relationship with people, they will come and ask you questions and say the things. And you take that opportunity to help them understand. So she has introduced a, another topic now, worship. Very important. Thank you. Now the issue of worship in mission work is very controversial, is very difficult, and sometimes uh, it's really, I've told you that sometimes the culture and the spiritual life of, of the people we are trying to reach out to, it's intertwined. You cannot separate them. So the worship issue has come on board. Where? Is the right place to go and worship? How do you worship God? So in mission work, that is very, very, very important. And look at the, the response that Jesus is, is, is bringing on board. It's about the spirit and truth. In spirit and in truth. 
And you remember uh, in, in, the, in the Gospels when Jesus was telling, uh, when people were admiring this beautiful synagogue, you know, the stone on one another, it was beautiful. And Jesus was saying, hey, it's going to be destroyed, by the way. This good building is going to be destroyed. So don't just say our building, our building. No, one day it is going to be destroyed. So Jesus is bringing in uh, 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 a different aspect of worship. It is not about the place. It is about the spirit and the truth within you. Of course, it is important to build a building. Rain will come, sun will come, where, I mean, we don't need to be worshipping out there uncomfortable. No, we must build a building. But you are the temple. You must worship God in truth and in spirit. Whether you are in the bathroom, whether you are driving, whether you are fishing, he was telling me about fishing, whether you are, you know, anywhere you are flying up there, Anywhere you can communicate to your God and worship in spirit and in truth. So it's all about being in the community and worshiping God in spirit and in truth. Because she was praising this place, you know, uh, for us, you know, this, you know. But Jesus is bringing in a different element of spirit and truth in the whole process of worship. Not just a place. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming, he who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you and he. Aha. And you can see from where we started, he never affirmatively say this. No. He never said that at the beginning of the conversation. Many times, even when I go into the mission field, I don't tell people who I am. No. I'm a priest? No. No. I remember one time I was in Rwanda. When people started having conversations, I just listened to what they were saying. I never interrupted. I never said anything. I was just quiet. At the right time, I just made a single sentence. And these people asked, hey, are you a priest? I said, yes. Sometimes, you know, we want to show off who we are spiritually or whatever, you are going to lose people. Jesus never said, hey, hello, woman, I'm Jesus, I'm this. He never said all those things. Just to see where he started, hey, give me water. And then a lot of things kept on building, 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 up to this level now, affirmatively, he's saying, I am the one. And this woman is discovering for him, for herself. Yeah, I remember. That a Messiah will come 
and tell us everything. So Jesus is saying, yes, I am the one. Now, we are about to finish. The water thing, the, the, because that's the spiritual part about the real water. You remember the real water the, 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 from the well? And then we, uh, we came to spiritual water and then G the, the woman said, yes. But Jesus had to draw her to her personal life to say, yes, this is right. You have the, the, the spiritual water, the eternal water, but look at your life. She realized this is, yeah, now, how do I worship? Now she came to worship. She introduced the worship thing. And now Jesus is saying, I am the guy. I am the one. So you see in all those points, those areas, that's how we build the relationships in the community. In this way, you will be successful. Jesus was successful. And let's finish. What is happening at the end? After Jesus had said, I am the one. Just then his disciples came back. Uh -huh. They marveled that he was talking with the woman, but no one said, what do you seek or why are you talking with Now, him? suppose at the time Jesus had started talking to this woman, these disciples were present. What were they going to say? Why? Why? Jesus, are you crazy? Why are you speaking to this woman? She's a Samaritan for God's sake. Why are you doing? What are you doing? Let's just go. By the way, why did we come through this? I mean, they were going to, to say all these things of discouragement. And, and remember Abraham, when he, he was going to the Mount of Moria to sacrifice his son. He had all these servants with, with him. And then when they were about to reach Moria, he told them, stay here. I and the lad, I and the boy will go to, to that mountain and worship the Lord. In mission work, sometimes you have to be very careful with the team, with the people whom you are going out with. Because they will discourage you. Of course, it is not good to be alone. It is always good, just like Jesus sent out two, two people, because it's important to strengthen and encourage one another. When he went to Nahara at the island in Mozambique, I was just starting telling him that we, I, I, am, I was the team leader. I went with the other two people. I, ha I had this strange dream. It was I saw, we felt darkness. We felt darkness. And I saw these three dogs, big ones. One of them had to bite me at night. And I just woke up. I prayed and I went and woke up everybody. Let's pray. Things are not okay. When I woke up in the morning, I was very weak. And I was very, very, very sick. Sometimes when you go for this mission work, you, you really feel the darkness. It is important to have a team, but a team that you will be speaking the same language. If it, I, I, I'm just imagining when these, if, okay, if, these, if these disciples were present, 
They were going to discourage him, but they were not around. They are arriving at the time when all is done. What is the woman doing? So the woman left her water jar and went away into town and said to the people, Come see a man who told me all that I ever did. Can this be the Christ? Aha. Uh -huh. Is Jesus sending this woman to go into the city to call people? No. She's doing it by herself. We are now seeing the movement starting coming to Jesus. People came to Jesus because of this woman. So in mission work, I have summarized how the scriptures are the two that we use in mission work. I love this passage so much. I love this passage so much. So, you are also missionaries. All of you are missionaries. Remember Jesus said from Jerusalem to Judea to Samaria to Samaria to Judea to the ends of the world. You have, you, you have uh, neighbors, you know. This is the model that we use in mission work. Otherwise, thank you so much for coming uh, to listen and uh, just uh, follow what Jesus, how Jesus brought this woman to come to know who he is. And this is what exactly we do in mission work. Because of time, I just want to say God bless you and uh, welcome to Malawi and welcome to Mozambique and welcome to Africa. You've been listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent. If you live in Birmingham or find yourself visiting, we hope you'll join us for one of our Sunday services. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org.